Chapter Seventeen of the Singing Mouse Stories. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Reading by Bologna Times. The Singing Mouse Stories by Emerson Ho. Chapter Seventeen. One day there was a white frost that fell upon the city lasting for many hours so that a strange thing happened at which men wondered very much the city put aside its colors of black and brown and gray and dressed itself in silvery white no stone nor brick was seen except in this silvern frosty color all the spires were glittering in silver and all the columns bore traceries as though the hands of spirits had labored long and delicately and had seen their tender fretwork frozen softly but forever into silver the gross city had put aside corporeal things and for once its spirit shone fair and radiant so that men said no such thing had ever been before that evening the frost still remained and as the night came on a mist fell upon the city from the windows men looked out and lo the beautiful city so made spiritual was vanishing one by one the great buildings the tall spires the lofty columns had faded into a white dream dimmer fainter less and less perceptible seen through a gentle envelope of whitening haze this thing was of a sort almost to make one tremble as he looked upon it for the city which had been silver had turned to mist and the mist seemed fair to turn into a dream there are those who say it did become a dream and afterward descended for wanderers in desert countries tell that at times they have seen some far city of dreams alluringly beautiful but evanescent intangible unattainable trembling and floating upon the wavering air now when i saw the city thus fade away and disappear i sat down at my table and as many men did that night i wondered much at what i had seen for surely the soul of the city had arisen then the singing mouse came and gazed into my face what you have seen is true said the singing mouse there is no city now it has gone you have seen it disappear its soul has arisen this does not often happen yet it can be for even the city has a soul if you can find it but if i say the city has gone i mean only that it has left the place where once it was that which once was is always corporate or not corporate we err only when we ask to see all with our eyes to balance all within our hands come with me and i will show you where the city went so now the singing mouse waved its hands and i saw though i knew not where i looked i saw a country where the trees grew big and where the wild fowl came it was where the trees had never been felled nor had the stones ever been hewn the sky was blue and the water was blue except where it played and laughed and there it was white there was a small house of a sort one has never seen for none in the cities is like it the blue smoke curling from the chimney named it none the less a home 
I hardly knew what time or place we had come upon, for the singing mouse, whose voice seemed high and exalted, spoke as though much was in the past. "'This is a home,' said the singing mouse. "'Once there were no homes. In those days there was only one fire, and it was red. By this man sat. He sought not to see.' Once a man sat at night and looked up at the heavens, seeking to know what the stars were saying. He besought the stars, praying to them and asking them to listen to the voice of the water, and to the voice of the oaks, and to the whispers of the grasses, and to tell him why the fire of earth was red, while the fire of the stars was white. Now, while this man besought the stars, to him a strange thing happened. As he looked up, he saw, falling from the heavens above him, a ray of the white light of the stars. It fell near to him, and lay shining like a jewel in the grass. To this the man ran at once, gladly, and took up the white light, and put it in his bosom, that the winds might not harm it. Always this man kept the white light in his bosom after that and by its light he saw many things which till that time men had never known. This man found that this new light, with the red light, that had been known, filled all his house with a great radiance, so that small strifes were not so many, and so that life became plain and sweet. This, then, that you see is that home. This that you see around you, it continued slowly the large trees, and the green grass, and the blue sky, and the smiling waters, all this is wealth, wealth not corporate, wealth valuable, wealth that belongs to every man ever born upon the earth, and which cannot of right ever be taken away from him. Shorn of that, he is poor indeed, though not so poor as he who shore him. Unshorn of this, he is rich, in our land our hearts ache to see these terms misused, and that called wealth which is so far from worth the having. But here, where I have brought you, you shall see humanity undwarfed, and you shall see peace and largeness in the life which you once thought small and sordid. Then, as I looked, there stepped from the house a man, or one whom I took to be a man, this man stood in the cool fresh morning and gazed at the sun now rising above the tops of the great trees he smiled gently and taking in each hand a little water from a tiny stream that flowed near by he raised his hands and still smiling offered tribute of the water to the sun i saw the water falling down from his hands in a small stream of silver drops shining brightly it was the way of the land, the singing mouse said, for they thought that as the water came from the sky and returned to it, so did man, and the thoughts of man, and the fruits of his progress, never to be destroyed. At all this I looked almost in fear, for the thought came that perhaps this was not man, as we knew him, but the successor of man. Where is the land? I asked of the singing mouse, and what is this time upon which we have come? The singing mouse looked at the green trees, and at the kind sun, and at the blue sky, and the pleasant waters, and it said to me slowly, 
There was once a city where these trees now stand. End of chapter 17